Coming up. The world is trying to play Jesus down. When Jesus said, no, y'all going in the wrong direction. Y'all need to be lifting me higher. Yeah, especially when you look at all the stuff that's going on. Well, you're going in the wrong direction. In your life and in your spirit, don't play Jesus down. He is absolutely supreme. Absolutely supreme. You got, you got to lift him higher. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Is it hard for you to receive the truth from people? We all have trouble hearing the truth sometimes, especially when it hurts. Well, God's word is the most important truth that we need to handle properly. And the centerpiece of his word is Jesus Christ. Join us for the message series, I Tell You the Truth, where Pastor Rob teaches on how to receive the truth and what to do with it. Here's part two of the message. Can you handle it? So we got to get, we got to change the way we think. Because we're looking at results. Oh, I I saw the demon come out. I I, I saw the miracle. I I heard the prophecy. Oh, they got to be a believer. Jesus says, no, 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 no. That doesn't qualify you. That doesn't qualify you. And his response is, I never knew you. So what's important is not the work you do, that we shouldn't measure it by the work you do. We should measure it by the relationship you have. Because he says, you did that work, but I never knew you. So we don't have relationship. So if you're going to measure your work, you don't measure it by the work alone. Measure it by the relationship that you have or another person has with Jesus Christ. So look, don't look for, don't look for people's work because that could lead you wrong. They might be in that crowd Jesus talking about. Look for their relationship with Jesus Christ. That's how you should look at people. Okay. Do you see evidence of relationship? Just because they cast out a, miracle, a demon don't mean they have a relationship. We, Jesus told us about it. Just because they did a miracle don't mean they have a relationship. Just because they're prophesying, they, they told you what was going, that something was going to happen and then it happens, don't mean they know Jesus. Y'all, see, we, 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 we get so tricked up. We get tricked up because we're looking at the wrong thing. We're measuring it by the wrong thing. Jesus says, no, 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 no. It's about relationship. Jesus said, I didn't know you. I didn't know you. <laughs> yeah, you did all of that. See, the thing is, the, 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 you didn't do all of that because you prophesied. You did that because you prophesied in my name. <laughs> See, it was my name that caused the prophecy to happen. It was my name that caused the demon to run. It was my name that produced the miracle. It wasn't you. <laughs> it was my name. So you're able to do that without being in a relationship with me because you spoke my name. My name has the power, Jesus says. And he goes on and says, away from me, you evildoers. Verse 24, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and put them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on a rock. Let me ask you. Are you building your house on a rock? Are you a wise man? And in the context of this, being wise is having relationship with God. 
The greatest exercise of wisdom you could demonstrate is to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. See, this, see the, the world is, y'all know, y'all experiencing it, even in your lifetime, the world is trying to play Jesus down. Okay? We put X in front of put X in front of Moss. It's Xmas now. The world is trying to play Jesus down. We don't say Merry Christmas. We say Happy Holidays now. The world is trying to play Jesus down. When Jesus said, no, y'all going in the wrong direction. Y'all need to be lifting me higher. <laughs> because, yeah, at, at, especially when you look at all the stuff that's going on, well, you're going in the wrong direction. In your life and in your spirit, don't play Jesus down. He is absolutely supreme. Absolutely supreme. You got, you got to lift him higher. It, it, you, you, it don't, and don't, don't measure how high you're lifting them based upon how high somebody else is lifting. Don't use that as your marker. Okay? Use your marker. This is your marker for, for how high you should, miss, you, should, you should lift Jesus up. And it's what God said. Love me with all your heart. All your mind. All your soul. All your strength. That's your measuring, not what somebody else is doing. And if you know in yourself that you didn't love him with all, you're coming short of what you're able to do. You're coming short. So Jesus should be lifted even higher. Should be lifted even higher. Look at what Jeremiah 9, 23, 24 says. He says, thus says the Lord, let not a wise man boast of his wisdom. Let not the mighty man boast of his might. Let not the rich man boast of his riches. But let him who boasts, boast of this, that he understands and knows me. That I am the Lord who exercises loving kindness, justice, righteousness on the earth. For I delight in these things declares the Lord so how well do you know the Lord how well do you know what he delights in and how is that affecting your life many will say Lord Lord didn't I do XYZ in your name and Jesus said I never knew you so you need we need to be working on our relationship with Christ every day Every day. Every day should be an example that God knows me and I know him. Every day. The second way you know if you can handle the truth is when God's word captivates me, even after I've read it or heard it preached. When God's word captivates me, even after I've read it, or heard it preached. Luke 4, 20 and 22, 20 to 22, it says, again, this is the passage we read coming into this that led to Jesus saying, I tell you the truth. Okay. He, remember, he, he went into the synagogue like he usually does, uh, and he was in there teaching. And, he, and, and he, he, they gave him a script, and he read it, and it came from the book of Isaiah. And he told them, today, this, 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 this scripture is fulfilled in your eyes. And then right here, it picks up in verse 20. Uh, Jesus closed the book, gave it back to the assistant, and sat down. 
everyone in the synagogue was watching Jesus closely. He began to say to them, while, while, you, heard, while you heard these words, just now they were coming true. While you was listening, it was fulfilling. It was a passage that they were familiar with. Verse 22 says, all the people spoke well of Jesus and were amazed at the words of the grace he spoke. Okay, I just want to make sure you're there. Jesus quoted a familiar passage, and Jesus says, while I was speaking it, it was being fulfilled. And they said, oh, that was great. Oh, that was so. Oh. You so preached, Jesus. <laughs> you so preached. I got goosebumps while you was preaching. <laughs> that was a great word, Jesus. Oh, I'm amazed by you, Jesus. Ooh, that was good. They was amazed by him. And then, but then they said this. <laughs> They say at the end of verse 22, they said, they asked, isn't this Joseph's son? Well, wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait. Y'all see? <laughs> yeah, see, this, see it's, it may sound a little innocent, but it ain't. And Jesus addresses it. He addresses it. It may sound a little innocent. You mean, first of all, look, just understand what happened. Really understand what happened. One of the greatest, and some might even argue the greatest, but I'm not going to go there. One of the greatest prophecies, messianic prophecies, okay, one of the greatest prophecies about the Messiah, Jesus Christ, he read. Okay, this is, this is one of the greatest ones about, about him. And he said, today... It's fulfilled. Yeah, y'all get this? <laughs> yeah. This is the this is about the person that they've been waiting to see and hear, to come, to change life for them. One of the greatest prophecies about them, they Jesus just told you it's fulfilled right now. And then they say, Ain't this Joseph's son? Y'all <laughs> Yeah, yeah, do you get this? It, it's, it's, they, they not much different than folks are today. They not much different. They, they leave church, and some of us, and we say, oh, it was a great message. Oh, it was a great, oh, he show preach. Oh, he did. Well, what did he talk about? <laughs> what did he preach about? What did he say? I don't know, but it was show good. Y'all yeah. get this? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, he's the pastor's son. Y'all get this? Just miss. It's like now, 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 again, get this. This was one of the this was the fulfillment of one of the greatest sermons, one of the greatest prophecies about the Christ. And he said it's fulfilled. And they they want to talk about his earthly father. He wasn't really his biological father. But that's what they want to talk about. After such a powerful experience, they're still thinking earthly. Not much different than folks today. That's not the way you handle truth. It's not how you handle it. 
So the, when, when we know, back to the point, you know you had the truth when it captivates you, even after you heard, read it or heard it preached. They had went from here back to here quickly and never gave that truth enough time within their thought process to understand what was happening. They were so focused on the here and the now, on the earthly, and they missed this. Look what Psalms 119, 15, and 16 says. The psalmist writes, I meditate on your precepts. Precepts is another way to say God's word. And consider your ways. He says, I meditate on them. And then he says in verse 16, I delight in your decrees. Decrees is another way to say God's word. He said, I delight in them. And then he says, I will not neglect your word. Y'all get this? So the psalmist is saying, if I don't meditate on it, if I don't delight in it, I consider that neglect. He said, that's neglecting your word. He said, so, so I don't do that. I meditate on it and I delight in it so that I won't neglect your word. <laughs> that's, that's what he's saying. Okay. So, so I, don't, I don't just have a passing thought about your word, Lord. It, it comes and it sits. <laughs> it sits in my mind and in my spirit. It sits and it sits. <laughs> And it sits, <laughs> and it sits, it sits, it stays with me, it sits, I can't get it out of my mind, it sits, it sits, I'm thinking about it deeply, over and over and over and over again. And he says, I do this so that I won't neglect it. I won't neglect it. I won't, I won't, I, I, I do this so that I will appreciate it. That I will appreciate it, he says. The third way you know if you can handle the truth is when I can receive truth no matter who it comes from. When I can receive truth no matter who it comes from. Again, in verse uh, Luke 4.22, they say, all the people spoke well of Jesus and were amazed at his words of grace he spoke. They asked, isn't this Joseph's son? And so the, underneath that, as we, 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 if we were to, were to read further, underneath that is evidence of them doubting and not having faith. Uh, some of the other gospels say that, that Jesus couldn't do many works in his hometown because they had little faith. So they said nice things about him, but they didn't really believe him. They didn't believe him when he said, today, this is fulfilled in your, in your presence. They didn't believe that. Think about it. They couldn't have. If, 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 the, if, if they believed that the Messiah was standing in front of them, they wouldn't be talking about Joseph. Y'all get what I'm saying? They, they, Joseph wouldn't even be on their mind. The Messiah, they'd be telling everybody, Messiah, he's here. After thousands of years of hearing the prophecies, he's finally here. 
But no, they're talking about Joseph. So there was unbelief there. It was unbelief. And it was like he can't be the Messiah. Why? Because he's Joseph's son. <laughs> y'all, y'all get this? This is, the, this is what it's saying. He's Joseph's son. We know him. I, I knew him when he was here. He can't be the Messiah. I'm too familiar with him for him to be the Messiah. Yeah, he said some nice stuff, but he ain't the Messiah. This was the, 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 the idea here. All right? And then Jesus, <laughs> Jesus uh, drives it home. Uh, with them. And let me give you an example of, of how somebody who can handle the truth ignore, don't, it doesn't matter who it comes from. In John chapter 4, verse 28 and 30, and then verse 39 and 42. And I just want to set this up. This is Jesus' encounter with the woman at the well. He's talking to this Samaritan woman, uh, this half Jew, all right, woman. And that he wasn't supposed to have no dealings with at the well. And this is um, part of their encounter. And Jesus told her who he told her some stuff about herself. He, he told her that you, you had five husbands and the one you with now ain't your husband. He told her that he can give her water that would cause her not to ever thirst again. Um, he said a bunch of stuff to her. Right. And, as, and, and, and he told her about herself. And then she responds here. She responds here in, in John 4, 28. It says, then leaving her water jar, okay, she, dropped the, she, she came to the well to get water. She dropped the water jar. In other words, the reason I came is not more important than what you just gave me. See, um, and she dropped her jar. It says, and the woman went back to the town and said to the people, verse 29, come see a man who told me everything I ever did. See, this is what should have happened when he told them this scripture is fulfilled in your eyes today. They should have like, come see the Messiah is here. That's what should have happened. That ain't what happened. It's because they didn't handle the truth uh, very well. And she says, come see a man. And then it goes on. Could this be the Messiah, she says. And then verse 30, they came out of the town and made their way toward him. Okay, I just want to pause there. This is a woman who don't have a good reputation. Okay? She, she's had five husbands, and she's with somebody now she ain't even married to. <laughs> right? And so her reputation ain't good. But she went, and she preached and said, hey, y'all need to come and see this man. And them folk that she told that, they, they, didn't, they wasn't tripping on her reputation. Because she asked the question, could this be the Messiah? And so they like, well, Messiah? (laughs) I'm there. Because we've been waiting for him all this time. All these prophecies. And when she mentioned that, she said, oh, I'm there. I got to go see. I got to at least go see if it's the Messiah. Because the Messiah is important to me. I got to go at least see. She was able to convince them to go. And they weren't tripping on who said it. Like I said, her reputation couldn't have been good. Couldn't have been good. Five husbands and with somebody now that ain't her husband, she, oh no, her reputation wasn't that good. But they didn't care because they, was, they wanted truth. They wanted truth. All right. And then it reads on, verse 30, 39. 
Many of them, many of the Samaritans from the town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. She, they believed that it was him because of her testimony. It reads on. He told me everything I ever did. Verse 40. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them and he stayed two days. See, y'all, y'all get this? <laughs> the, the, the other folk was like, ain't that Joseph's, Joseph's son? They like, no, you need to hang out right here with us. Hey, we want more of this, this stuff that you got. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. You know God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin so that you could live with him forever. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I sinned against you. I made some mistakes in my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and my mistakes and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me to reflect the character of your son Jesus Christ amen if you prayed that prayer I want to personally welcome you to the family of God and I want to encourage you to connect with the church near you so that you can learn more about Jesus grow closer to God and to other believers God bless you To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. And there's going to be things happen in your life to try to get you off course. I can guarantee you that. Guarantee it. I don't even have to be with you. I don't need a camera. I don't need nothing. I know every day something happens to get you away from following Christ every single day. So the question is, again, are you in or are you out? Are you in or are you out? Thank you for listening.